Welcome back. Another episode of The Zone. So, yeah. Right now, I am not in my zone. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just not feeling it. Not feeling it. And uh, they shut everything down. They shut down my favorite places. I don't know how I feel about that yet. But as I suck it up. But, hey. I just got to say something. You can't shut down everything, man. You just can't do it. You know what they said? Trump said, watch me. You don't believe me? Watch me. And I phrase you not, I kid you not. You shut down everything. But you can't shut down ideas. You can't shut down dreams. But with this, this virus going on, it's definitely pit all of that at a complete hope. So we come to a dilemma. We're faced with recession. We also face with anxiety. We're faced with a state of fear. And for me, I face fear head on. You also have two options with fear. Fear, you can run from it or you can face it. But at the same time, you can also do both. You can run from it before you face it. So the truth of the matter is we have to live. We have to survive. And for Basic necessities is things like food, water, toilet paper, which you, you can't even find right now. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to save that. I'm going to save that. I'm going to I'm going to keep this mature. I'm not going to derail this great podcast that I'm going to deliver to you today. But toilet paper, man, come on, man, come on, man. What are you doing? Are you eating it? Making a, a toilet paper capsule? What did you do? I'm wondering why aren't people considering? Why are people just going bat crazy? I'm sorry, I, I, I had to say bat. I had to. Because it all started from a bat. Not necessarily, but in context, it kind of started from a guy in China eating a bat. That might sound weird to American customs, but in China, they they eat pretty weird dishes there that's, that's not really in the norm to American customs. So here we eat fried chicken, fried pork chop, fried french fries, fried pickles, fried chips, fried ice creams. Man, they frying everything, man. They make it, they'll find a way to fry it. But in China, it's different. Everything there is a resource that can be, that can be eaten, as you can see. So... Then you create this thing here. So at the same time, I'm starting to think to myself, what can I do? I could sit in my house, watch Netflix. And by the way, I watched a show called Tiger King. The Tiger King, man. I seen the Lion King. And I thought I thought that was pretty cool. But the Tiger King, now that was that was wicked. That, that was crazy. Then it had me question the world even more. Like, yo, we are totally we done. We done. God, we need you now. So, I tell you about fear. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you a story. The storytelling me have to tell this story. So, for me to get people to understand it, uh, I'm a writer. I'm a writer as well. So, I like to get people to be able to be able to cope with the terms of what's going on. So, I came up with a story called a caveman. So in the caveman times, 
It was in BC. Of course, everything was different. They didn't have everything we have now in the iPhone. They didn't have basically anything we have now. Technology, none of those things. So the unknown was always there. You know, things were never known. It was always unknown. So they was always curious and they was always afraid. So caveman, this term came from, they, they sheltered in caves. They lived in caves. Just like we live in homes and apartments and condos, things like that. They live in the cave. So in this cave, they felt safe. So they felt, they felt protected in a way. So in this cave, they made a pact to only go outside for resources. They only need to leave the cave when they needed things. So food, water, resources, things like that. So it came to a point where everyone became comfortable within their cave. Everyone, no one wanted to leave. So it came to a point became food became running low, water as well. But someone had to leave the cave. So they came up with the idea to leave in groups. They didn't want to pit everyone at risk and the whole village leave at once because people could die of sickness and vast predators like the saber-toothed tiger, the, even the freaking dodo bird. Now, these birds, I'm, yo, you seen the ostrich? These birds are like two times that. Like a gorilla mixed with an ostrich. Like, dodo birds are really, yo, they are with it. So they're dealing with things like that. So they become, they live in a state of anxiety, a state of fear. So they will leave in these small groups and they go find the resources. They gather the resources. Sometimes it take weeks, sometimes it take months. But they will come back. Well, before they would come back, in time they would take months or extend the time. People, of course, they would worry. They would wonder what's going on. So sometimes they would form other smaller groups to go out looking for that group to make sure they was okay, to aid them and gathering resources. And they would return with the resources. After a while, they'd get back feeling more comfortable. Then, within inside the cave, something began happening. An elderly began coughing, sneezing, coughing even again. And it began wheezing as well. It became very ill. And no one knew what was going on. So everyone became afraid. Because the world outside was scary, unknown. There was a risk everywhere outside. But inside, something was going on as well. And they couldn't exactly put their hands on it. So they began helping the ways they could, providing water, food, like meat as well, things like that, berries, seeds. Anything they could to, to aid, but nothing nothing worked. And the sickness prevailed. And it just went on from there. So after a while, people became even more fear. They became even more afraid. So no one wanted to leave the cave. But they knew deep down they had to leave the cave in order to survive. The things they needed was outside. So, one guy, I'm going to call him Phil. Phil is like, hey, hey, man. We're getting low on food. Your kids drinking all the water because they don't know how to sit down. They want to play all day like, like they barbarians. They need, they need to, 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 to get a hold of this stuff, man. So, an argument busts out. They're like, hey, man, don't, don't talk about my kids, man. Don't talk about your wife. Your wife. Your wife, and then they're going back and forth. Hey, man, hey, y'all just settle down, settle down. 
So Phil grabbed a cup of water and throw it at him. Like, hey, I, to I told you. I told you, man. Yeah, one more time to mess with me, man, and you're going to see. Then, while this is going on, a young child stands up. Then everyone became silent. And they realized what just happened. The last of the water was just thrown in the midst of a heated argument. So now, they had to go outside. Now. Life depended on them now. They had to make a choice right now. They couldn't decide to think much down the line or when to act. They had right now to act. To make a choice. So like, I'm not doing it. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not going out there, man. You can forget that. Look, what we need is in here. We got to make this work. Hey, hey, pick that, grab that little scoop, scoop that water up right there. So it's a little muddy, but we can make that work. And other people agreeing, yeah, 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 that, that, that's smart, that's smart. I knew you, I knew you, 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 was, you was smart, you was on something. See, they, they didn't really believe that, that you had it all there, but I knew you did. Then Phil, he, he wasn't feeling this. See, Phil knew he had to live. So he left the cave, he said, man, I'm, I'm leaving, man. He left. Everybody just stared at him. Like, Yo, you just gonna leave? Where you going, man? Stay indoors. It's gonna be okay, man. We're gonna figure it out. Where you going, man? We're gonna figure it out together. Stay indoors. But Phil knew he could not figure it out by staying in place. So he left. And as soon as he left, he got ate by a freaking saber-toothed tiger. He had no idea this tiger was gonna come and eat him. Everybody said, dang it, I knew it. 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 I told that man not go outside. He went outside. Y'all was all listening to me. Listen to what I tell y'all. I tell y'all things to help you guys. And, and y'all just don't listen to me. So everyone's agreeing again. Like, yeah, 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 you're right. You're right. You're right, man. So so then someone stood up. Another guy stood up. So said, yeah, maybe Phil was full of himself. And he didn't notice that wrist was outside. He didn't know that it was a big-ass tiger outside and she waiting for him. He had no idea there was a tiger waiting for him. Did you know there was a tiger outside? No one knew the tiger outside. No one, no one knew this, man. But you still, you got to live life. By then, you can forget that. Nobody was hearing that. Everybody had closed ears in. They was reading newspapers. They didn't have any kids back then. They, they, man, they was reading their hands like, I can tell the future in my hands. I'm going to have three kids. They weren't hearing this guy. So he said, he left. Everybody giggled, laughed, like, yeah, he gonna get ate by a tiger, definitely. But weeks went by. Those weeks went to months, and months went by. He never returned. And people went on living. They went on, they went on doing things how they normally did. They, they're leaving small groups to reduce the risk. So, then one day, there was a noise outside. What is that, man? What incarnation is that noise? Hey, Jeff, go, go, go check that out. Jeff, like, what? Check, check what out? Hey, man, I don't know if you notice. I'm not going out there. That's, I'm not going out there. So, everybody began fussing in the group, man. Just go outside. Someone go outside and check what the noise is. Go outside, man. Go. Go see what it is. Go outside. You're going to be all right. I know it's going to be a risk. I'd rather risk you than everybody else. By then, everybody went, everybody went crazy. They began 
fighting in there, everything. Then another, the sound sounded again. Bing! Bong! Bong! They're like, what is that sound? So then the anxiety began taking over. That's gotta be a tiger, man. Then Jeff, nah, that's a dodo bird. That's definitely that bird they were talking about. That's a bird. I know a bird when I hear it. Okay. Then the other guy, like, nah, that's definitely my wife. I know her when she's angry. But by then, everyone was so compelled with fear, so consumed with fear, that they missed the opportunity. They didn't know what's waiting outside. So then, the guy outside was Phil, okay? And Phil out there like, all right, man. If these guys are dumb or what, like, let's come outside, man. Like, I'm, I'm yelling out. I'm making crazy noises. Like, Phil began playing tricks on their mind. So he knew that they was afraid. So he began playing what they fear. So he'll make crazy noises, echoing in the distance, sound like tigers, sound like bears, sounding crazy like birds. He began doing this every day. And the people inside the cave became so afraid that they had no food, no water for days. Children began starving. So did the elders. They became ill, even more ill. They became plagued with even more consuming illness, which was depression. So they began to become not just afraid, but they was so consumed with fear that they were saddened by it. So then, they knew that they had to go outside. So then, one by one, they came up with a decision that they would step outside one by one. So everyone would experience the unknown together. And it would become known together. So one by one, they stepped outside of the cave. That little ant's coming out. Bloop, bloop, bloop. It came out. But Phil had to have one more last laugh. Because I didn't you know, remember they laughed at him. When he came up, I did leave the cave, they laughed at him. So he said, okay, I'm going to have the one last laugh at these guys. They're going to know. So he began making the most insane noise that he ever made in his life. It went like this. You get the point. But it was way louder. It was way more amplified. So he began doing this repeatedly. And everyone began running back inside the cave. So one person. It was a small kid, about five years old. He didn't run. He was tired of being afraid. And whatever it was, he was going to face it head on. So that way he know that if he did run, eventually he would have to face it, whatever it is he was running from. So... Hope that story didn't, didn't throw y'all over the place because I know I could bring y'all over the place. So, in the story, it's kind of like like I was telling you in the beginning of the podcast. You have time now. 
I don't know when things are going to get back to normal. Society is going to open back up. I have no answer to none of those questions. And we all have questions. We all want to know answers immediately. We want to know. We want to ease that state of anxiety, that state of worrying. And I'll tell you this. You can't spend every day worrying about the next day or the next day or creating this pattern where this is your, your daily ritual. No. You have to live. You have to live like the caveman. I don't mean you live you live just completely unaware. No. You live aware of every risk. You don't know what's waiting around every turn. You don't know that. But you can't be afraid to keep going. It's like being inside the darkness. You're trying to move forward to the light. The light scene is getting further and further out of reach. And sometimes the light that you need most, that you seek, is within. So it's like, we have a lot of time now. Where you see things are like falling out of place. And you think, you see things are falling apart. I'm going to tell you this. You have to keep a level head. Stay in your zone, man. Uh, and it's like, it could feel like that. For me, I had a lot of things scheduled in place as well. And it's like, the universe had, had other plans. Say, so yeah, forget those plans. But I want you to take this time, man, to reinvent yourself. To really self-reflect. I don't mean block out the universe and what's going on. But I want you to use what's going on to put you in your zone to better you in the long run. So... Take better diet. Do the things that you know that will better you. So that means taking the time to really get to know yourself. Get to know your weakness, your strength. So in the downtime, we never really, we never really taking days off. Nah. Even when we ain't working, we working. Same time. Eric Thomas, you know. Even, even when we even when we plan, we still practicing. We still training. So in the downtime. Be improving mentally, physically, and in passion. Time invested is never wasted. So use the time you have and make it worthwhile. Create a YouTube channel. Start a podcast like I do. Right. Sing in the mirror. You you can do you can study your academics. You can begin an online online training course. There's so much that you can do with your time. You just have to use your time. Because all you have now, it's all you have in life is time. And, and, and it's limited. The clock is ticking, buddy. Now I'm, I'm going to leave you with one question before, before I log out for the day. Not that I'm going to do anything because it's, it's quarantine. Like, where can I go? I'm going somewhere, but before I log out, I want to leave you with a, a question. I don't really want you to answer it. It's really a rhetorical question. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave you with this. If life gave you a choice to be afraid or to live, choose to live. Even if you have to live afraid, live.